This is The Catcher with Nick and Hayden. Hello, Catcher Upperers. Welcome to Wednesday's podcast. Happy Hump Day. Good to be back. It is good to be back. Well, I suppose we weren't so we were back yesterday as well. Yeah, I mean, it's our first week. I think we can still still say we're back. When are you not back? Second week. Specifically for our job? Just in general. I reckon after the first week, you're not like... That's when you're back and then yeah. you're just there. How about this? You retire and then you come out of retirement. How long are you back from retirement? Is it based on your job? I think it also depends how long the break's for. Uh, I think if you're, back, if you're off for two weeks, you're back week one and then you're just normal. Sure. But if you've retired for like... Five years and you come back. I reckon the first year you're back. Do you reckon? I reckon yeah. you could take a year off of retirement and still be back from the first year, or maybe six months. Nah, you can't be back Month? long. You can't be back longer than you were gone. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, uh, six months is mm. less than. If you're retired for a year, you can be back for a month. Yep, I agree. Deal. Right. <laughs> Glad we settled that. Very important. That comes up heaps. So it's good, <laughs> it's good that we now have a rule on it. Hey, today on this show, uh, dads all think they know best. My dad's no exception to no. that. No. Dad, if you're listening to this, you don't know best. No. I'm going to prove that to you in a moment. I think uh, <laughs> specifically when it comes to certain topics that dads like to think they know a lot about. My dad likes to think he knows a lot about cars. Mm. He knows some, but he doesn't know better than a mechanic. I well, would say. Or does he? I mean, you be the judge here. I don't know how accurate. I think you will disagree, but... Also on today's podcast, finally we hear what celebrities have to say about coronavirus. They've been unusually quiet. Finally, it's their time in the spotlight for them to give advice and suggestions. Uh, Idris Elba uh, chipped in with his terrible suggestion. Just a bad idea. Just an awful, awful idea. Truly, I don't even know if he believes himself. I would... I I think he generally does. Idris. Idris, Idris, Idris. Which, we said this off air, but I think we should put on the record. Absolute idiot. <laughs> idiot, because his name's Idris. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah, no, worth saying, I think. <laughs> I think it was. I think it's a respectable pun. Uh-huh. Sure. You're not going to get many puns that you can use <laughs> Idris in. So. Idris, yeah. How often does that come up? Uh, I mean, maybe you could do it in optometry when you talk about the iris. No, not much. I mean, optometrists could probably come up with something better. Yeah, well, optometrists get in touch. You got the whole eye. It's heaps of stuff. Idris Elba. Yeah, that's good. That's a better one. If if Idris ever goes to the optometrist, make sure you have. If he becomes an optometrist, they'd call him Idris Elba. Yeah, there we are. (laughs) (laughs) Have an Idris cornea instead of Elba. Um, If he was into making pasta, he'd be Idris Alba macaroni. That's good. Um, if he was really into the Frozen franchise, he'd be Idris Elsa. <laughs> That's pretty good. If or was, Ice Istris Elsa. If he was into opposites of his name, he'd be Idrisent Elba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, moving on. Yep. <laughs> um, you know who's having a real tough time at the moment? Who? Uh, Besides dr- everyone. <laughs> drug dealers. Oh, yes, Just they are. really... You know, you talk about battlers from time to time. <laughs> they are, in a way, aren't drug dealers really the Aussie, bat- Aussie battlers? Battling the law? Yeah. Battling probably each other. Stigma? Turf. Probably the stigma's there for a reason, isn't it? Stigma's fair, maybe. Anyway, There's got, some truth to the stigma. They've got a lot on their plate at the moment, and uh, things aren't about to get easier for them. But they're doing, they're doing something to try and, I guess, get around all the new rules that are stopping them from conducting business. Mm. should say we don't necessarily think what they're doing is good, but it's just interesting. <laughs> I don't think you need to put necessarily. We just don't. 
Uh, all this is coming up, and also more is coming up. Oh yeah, we're not telling you everything yet. Yeah, maybe it's a bit of a bit of a surprise coming your way. These podcasts are getting too long. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Uh, celebs love love just weighing in on the coronavirus thing, don't they? I mean, everyone does, but they seem to have a bigger platform for it, don't they? Yeah, I guess everyone loves weighing in, but people listen to celebrities because they're celebrities. And they're also part a group I say we probably should listen to the least. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, Idris Elba uh, has been back in the news at the moment because he has made a pretty dumb suggestion about yeah. coronavirus. Idris Elba, you might know him from Fast and Furious. He was in The Wire, a pretty famous TV show. Uh, he's in a, a series called Luther, I think. He's, uh, as we were saying before, voted sexiest man alive yeah, at one point. Yeah, sexiest man alive in 2018, I think. Good year. Very sexy man. A lot of sexy people around that year. Yeah, and he'd be them all. Pretty big title, Sexiest Man Alive. That's huge. Oh, huge. And it also changes every year, which doesn't make sense. Love to win it one day. Wouldn't that mean that the other people have to die to, to change yeah. the... Like, or get uglier? Yeah. Noticeably know. uglier. Yeah. John Legend was last year's just, was he just really? by the way. Attractive man. But Idris Elba's still alive, so I don't know how that works. Yeah. Anyway, getting I think it's, it's like a fight to the death situation. That would be good. That would be good TV. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Idris Elba. He was one of the first people to really, like, first A-listers to get coronavirus. Yeah, I think shortly after Tom Hanks was yeah. announced. I think Idris... Tom Hanks was probably the first. Yeah. And then uh, Idris Elba. He had, like, a symptomless or at least very mild yeah. case. Uh, he was filming in New, New Mexico, which he still is, because obviously everything's getting locked down. He's stuck in a New Mexico mansion. Oh, no. Um, he's gone a bit stir-crazy, I suppose. Sure. I'm assuming that mansion isn't as big as his regular mansion in London. Oh, no. Uh, made a suggestion in an interview. Um, he said that every week... Oh, let me know what you think about this, because maybe it's a good idea. I think it's a dumb idea. So he's given some advice, and I guess what we're just questioning it's it. It's more of a suggestion. Okay. So he says every year from now on mm. until the rest of, for the rest of time, we should do one week of quarantine just so we don't forget. Oh, sort dumb. of like a moment of silence, but a, a week of quarantine just so, so we don't <laughs> we don't forget about... Um, you know, being in quarantine for ages. Idiotic. Yeah, right? Okay, good. (laughs) Why do we want to remember it? I don't know. I understand wanting to remember people that have, like, gotten sick and died. That makes sense. I think we should do that. You remember them, not the disease. Yeah, but, like, the quarantine's the... Like, that's bad. It's not fun. And also, I think rich people also forget that everyone else isn't rich. Like, no one can afford a week off work (laughs) once a year. Like, an unpaid week of leave. For a lot of people. Uh, a week off is crippling them. Yeah, of course. Uh, he says that, uh, yeah, take take a week off. Um, other species, this is a quote from him, by the way, saying other species use it. It's called hibernation, but it does remind you that the world doesn't tick on your time. That's what Idris says, which is, <laughs> like, why is that? That's not the thing we need to remember about coronavirus. It's not that um, the world doesn't tick on our time. It's more that the people that have gotten sick and died <laughs> and all the horrible things that have happened. Yeah, we shouldn't be commemorating... This sort of stuff. No, we? it's like saying that every year we should have a week of war to commemorate World War Two. It's like you're, you're remembering the wrong bit here, Idris. Oh, this is, you know, what this reminds me a lot of. Yeah, uh, it's a very like wildly different sort of ballpark. But you know, when people get tattoos of their kids' like names and date of birth, it's like <laughs> yeah. this is something you should remember. You shouldn't need a constant <laughs> yeah. reminder of these things. Instagram, Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Haydell are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. I was borderline publicly shamed. About time, honestly. Um, <laughs> well, hang on. About time. No. You don't know what for. It doesn't matter. You deserve it. <laughs> uh, I say borderline because it wasn't a direct public shame, but everyone that witnessed this thing that happened recently, uh, 
I think they all wanted to point fingers and laugh, spit in my face, drag me through the streets of Yapoon. Because right. I was at a big W in Yapoon. And uh, as people might know, lots of stores actually have these. They have now at the registers like a like a cough shield or like a... Right, okay. You know how you sometimes the self-serve see, ones? Or no, just the people ones? the people ones. Okay, it's like a big plastic, almost like... A guard. Like, like a, when you go to a bank, like it's like yeah. the, the guard there, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's bulletproof, I haven't tried it. Yeah, or when Probably you, not. When you went to Sizzler, the thing that covered the salads. Exactly. Mm. Buffets are known for these. So we were there um, buying some stuff. My girlfriend Haley moved into a place just grabbing some homewares or whatever. Yep. And uh, we got there, she was checking out, and I... Despite the fact that the cough shield is designed to, in case someone does cough, just stop it from getting to the register, I'm yep. not game enough to try that. I mm. needed to cough, and I was like, you know, no, I'm not going to cough. I can hang on to this. Okay. But have you ever tried to suppress a cough or a sneeze when your body is fighting tooth and nail? I think a cough is one of the harder things to suppress. You can sort of get away with suppressing a sneeze. You can yeah. almost will yourself not to sneeze. But a cough is like a, like it's like a tickle in the back of your throat that doesn't go yeah. away. It just seems to get worse. When you don't cough, it's like some phlegm has slipped down the wrong pipe. And it, so, anyway, the weirdest look that you can see on a grown man is him trying to suppress a cough in public. <laughs> when right now, anyone who publicly coughs yeah. or sneezes, you're the enemy. You are because not only are you sick, you're spreading it. You're a, you're a criminal. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you're a doubt, you're an outlaw. Mm. And so we're at the checkout, and I'm like, I need to cough. And you know me, how do I cough all the time? I cough constantly. Yeah, every time before we turn the microphones on, I cough. But we should say, you've been doing this for years. Yeah, this is not related to coronavirus. <laughs> no. I just happen to cough a lot. Mm. Who knows why? But if you did get it, you would be a super spreader. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have it. That's the thing. So when I was in the checkout and I need to cough, I thought, you know what? You can, you're a grown-up, Nick. You can fight this. <sighs> yeah. And this, this is why you're like checking out. Like, this is why you're talking yeah, yeah. to the person, trying to be normal. Yeah. And there's a big line. You know, it's sort of like, I think it was like three or four o'clock. People have just finished work. There's a lot of people there. Like, no, you can fight through this. Yeah. But then I realized I can't. I no, just no. can't. Yeah, I do cough. Hard to cough. So, but like physically, I'm trying to fight it. So I'm like grabbing my throat. It probably looks like I'm choking, to be honest. I'm surprised <laughs> no one tried to give me the Heimlich. Well, no one wants to touch anyone these days. Yeah. True. Awful if you do need the Heimlich. Yeah. Oh, no. And so I'm there and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not going to, re- I'm not going to cough outwardly. I'm not going to cough into my elbow. I'm going to cough inwardly. <laughs> going to suck it back up. <laughs> Implosion. <laughs> <laughs> what I did was I pulled my t shirt up over my mouth like I am now. Yep. And I, <clears throat> Did I gave it a cough. The microphone. I'm not coughing on the microphone. I'm coughing into my T-shirt. Yeah, it sounds bad. Oh, who cares about what it sounds like? I'm Everyone just, listening. Point being, <laughs> point being, is I coughed into my T-shirt. I thought that's the safest thing. It's the best place my cough germs could yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about coughing into the T-shirt. I think elbow <laughs> is better. Every no way. I just feel like elbow's the standard now. To cough it into your T-shirt. It seems like you're just coughing on your own belly, and it just seems no weird. one touches my belly but me. Uh, well, I don't know. Constantly, I, I, I know it makes sense to cough into your shirt. It just, it just doesn't sit with well with me. I thought I was doing the right thing here. I thought I was doing the right thing, preventing the spread. But then everyone in the line, and you see anyone cough, all of a sudden, it's like I've just pushed a child over and stolen their lollipop. <laughs> You might as well have, honestly. You would get off better if you had stolen a lollipop from a child than coughing this day and age. You shouldn't do these days because that's also, you know, touching people and spreading germs. Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. Secret. Secret. Hound! If you know what kind of dog. Is woofing and barking and making uh, what breed of dog is making this bark? <whistles> Score yourself a grand prize. It's a very common bark sound. This one, <whistles> very generic, but not a generic dog. I promise you that. Oh 
it's kind of generic dog. I wouldn't say this is a generic dog. This, what are your generic dogs? It's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's not generic, but it's common. No, it's not common, but everyone knows what it is. Yes, it's not. A, it's not obscure. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> it's like everyone knows of gold, but yeah. not everyone has gold. Yeah, sure. It's a golden dog. It's a golden dog. Uh, hey, not to be confused with. It's not a golden retriever. I should say. <laughs> Give us a ring right now. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. If you do want to play, got a fantastic dog DVD to be won. It's Beethoven. Everyone's favorite. What's Beethoven? He's a St. Bernard. He's That is correct. A uh, big dog. There's like 17 of these movies, I think. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. So give us a ring right now. 13, 12, 16. If you're not a breed of dog, this bark belongs to. I am worried we're not going to get many calls for this because everyone's you know, at home. We get a lot of kids that call in. They're not school kids. If you're being homeschooled right now, steal your mum and dad's phone that I assume you're learning on. <laughs> give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Let's get to some calls right now. We've got Jenny who's given us a call. Jenny, would you like to hear that dog bark one more time? Yes, please. There it is. What do you reckon, Jenny? I do believe a Border Collie. Border Collie. Great dog. I would say that's a classic dog. Incorrect, unfortunately. A classically wrong guess, <laughs> yeah. which we have more often than not on this show. Hey, you with Nick and Hato, who's this? Um, my name's Fiona. Fiona, was it? Yeah. Fiona, what kind of dog do you reckon? It's not a Border Collie. Staffy, maybe? Staffy. Staffy. Fiona, I love a Staffy. My little dog, Eleanor, she's a Staffy. Incorrect, unfortunately, Sorry, it though. is not a staffy. Great guess. I'll never not appreciate a staffy <laughs> guess. That is the truth. That is the truth. You do have a soft spot for staffy. Uh, we have another caller on the line. Who's this? No. All right, tell us, Noah, what dog you reckon? Not a staffy, not a border collie. Um, a golden retriever. Golden retriever. Incorrect. Noah's obviously not listening. <laughs> I said it wasn't a golden retriever. Yeah, Listen. sorry, Noah. That's all right. Get back to school. Get back on the computer. All right, should we take one more call? Yeah, let's get one more. I want to get through this. Uh, we've got Kate from Rocky who's giving us a call. Kate, uh, not a golden retriever, not a staffy. What the other guess? Yeah, not, a go- not a border collie. Not a border collie. What do you reckon? Dalmatian dog. Dalmatian dog? Yeah. What, un- what about this bark? <laughs> Scream spotted dog to you. Sounds like 101 Dalmatians. I've watched it a few times. It sounds like 101 Dalmatians. I like it when people try to apply logic to this segment. Well, amazingly enough, you have done it. <laughs> I can't believe it. You've got the Beethoven DVD. I thought for sure no one was going to get this dog. How do you guess a Dalmatian from that? It's such a, a bland bark, but you know what? You've done it. Well done. One day... <laughs> We need to play an all-stars version of this with some of our favourite guesses. Yeah, sure, okay. And I think that um, I think that Kate will be one of them. Definitely all-star <laughs> guess, right? They have won a DVD copy of Beethoven, the big Bernard who... What's this movie even about? I think he... This dog just runs around. Helps the family in some regard. Yeah, don't know. Well, you can tell us when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Hang the line there, Kate. So we can grab all your details and flick you that DVD. Great thing to watch when you're in isolation and social distancing, of course. Mm-hmm. That's Secret Hound. It returns next week. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Obviously, we are really uh, sympathising and empathising with small businesses at the moment. Yeah, of course. Going through a crazy time. Unprecedented time. We are looking at local uh, business, local you know food establishments like restaurants and stuff. Yeah. They're closing. They've had to lay off a lot of staff as well. Yeah, like you can only really do takeaway. That's it. There are a lot of groups that are doing it really tough right now. So yeah. I'd really like uh, if we could bring attention, draw some light to... A group that I think is doing it tougher than people realise, mm. and uh, you know we're not talking about it. Of course, of course, I'm talking about uh, drug dealers. Mm, of course, um, <laughs> it's just an integral part of society. Yeah, poor drug well, dealers. Know, 
they are a part of society. See, I would have thought Unfortunately. That, that they would be flourishing right now because, wow. you know, uh, I guess if they're out and about, I mean, they're doing crimes anyway. Who cares if they're just walking around? They wouldn't care, would they? Do you think that it's interesting, actually? That's and a... everyone's bored. Wouldn't drug use be up because everyone's bored? Hmm. Obviously, we don't condone the use or the oh, supplying no, or the buying of that on the show, of course. But uh, I think it's very interesting because drug dealers, they're an inventive bunch, as it turns out. Are they? You see this in the news from time to time. Of the, you know, They've done something to try and get around the law. They've buried something. They've hidden something. Right now, <laughs> they are employing a very interesting tactic mm. to try and avoid getting caught because they are doing a form of... They're doing delivery, which is great. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, people. If you're if you're isolating, you need your crack fix. Yeah, they're doing some social distancing, contact-free delivery to you. But you're not supposed to be leaving your house unless you're an essential worker. Well, that's going to your job, isn't it, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Officer? Yeah. Let me just say, I'm actually working right now. I'm an essential worker. There's a lot of cocaine in your back seat. Yeah, I know, mate. It's been a busy day. Uh, over in the the UK, this is the only reason we know about this because a few few dealers in the UK have been arrested for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in the UK, it's we're talking upwards of ten billion dollars spent on uh, like heroin and meth wow. A year alone. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. It's a big industry. Turns <laughs> yeah, out. yeah, very lucrative. Mm. Mm. Uh, the drug dealers, in order to try and get out and about without getting caught, they have decided they're going to disguise themselves. Oh, okay. So we're seeing a range of disguises being implemented now. Are they dressing up like in a full ghillie suit, like dressed up as a as a bush, like pretending oh. to be like a tree that like just moves slowly? No, they're a little less disguised like that. More, they're, they're dressing up as doctors, nurses. <laughs> uh, some have been apparently uh, caught being dressed up as joggers, like which just I guess means they're just running around. Yeah, uh, doing their little bit of exercise. Not much of a disguise. It's just um, the, just. Like sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> They're just lazy. I yeah. imagine that's what drug dealers normally wear. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I don't imagine many drug dealers wear a full yeah. suit and tie. The only difference there is that they're, they're running around as the disguise. <laughs> Slightly sweatier than yeah. normal. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, they have arrested a drug dealer who was dressed as a postman. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. Like, it makes mm. sense because you can go to people's letterboxes or something. No one's any the wiser. Right, but the only wow. the only the only reason that they, they got caught is because they kept realizing that like oh this this no one else is getting any like stuff delivered at the moment yeah um why does this one house keep getting visited by this one guy wait how does the deli- like how does it work if you dress up as a nurse or a doctor well, I suppose like, you're not they, getting are they, stopped are they are they dealing drugs in hospitals what are they dealing well, they are they have drugs in hospitals well maybe. yeah but are they dealing the drugs in hospitals I don't the know drug how, dealers doing it I don't know how that works no the, I think the idea is that they're dressed as a nurse or a doctor like they're in the scrubs. If they're driving around or they're walking around, a cop can't be like, oh, you're oh, an essential right. worker. They're not going to pull them over because they're like, oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, they're like, oh, nurse. God bless you. Thank, Thank you for you. your service. Pat your back. Would you like a police escort? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, please. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. People are going to be making a million movies about coronavirus. Yes. You can smell it coming a mile away. Art imitates life. Yes, it does. And then sometimes life imitates art. Oh. Hmm. Makes you think, doesn't it? Get a song. <laughs> but I'm already, even though no coronavirus movies have come out yet, I'm already sick of them. <laughs> yeah, I just know there's going to be a lot of coronavirus TV shows. Well. Tell you, the big one's going to be, it'll be a mini-series. You know what? Mark my words. There will be a mini-series. Uh, there's like hour-long episodes about the actual virus and how it spreads. It'll be like a serious drama, kind of like mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Sure. And it's also going to be a rom-com where two people fall in love and then go into quarantine and can't see each other. That's also going to be one. Oh, true. Both of those things, I don't want to see them because we're already living through I don't need to watch it again. You know what? Give him a bit of this. Yeah, snooze on snooze him. Snooze fest. Mm. Bad. 
but there is one exception for the coronavirus, right? I think this is one story that I found yesterday yeah. that I would love to see made into a movie. So it's cool enough to be that. I think it's the cool enough. It's coronavirusy, but it's also exciting. It's an exciting action adventure movie. Okay, so you uh, Indiana Jones in the pursuit of the face mask. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. Uh, some people, some tourists, were found living in a cave in India. Hmm. It's exciting. So what happened is like, these these tourists. I think there was five of them. Three girls, two guys, I believe. Um, they were in India. They're all from different parts of the world. I'm not really sure if they knew each other. The details are still a bit oh. scarce on this. Sure. So I'm not sure if they knew each other beforehand, but essentially they all got kicked out of their hotel in India. Uh, it was a town uh, called uh, Rish, Rishikesh. Rishikesh. Sure. Which uh, town in India, if you're a Beatles fan, that's where the Beatles went to India and they had that experience and they're like, oh, I know how to play the sitar now. You know how the Beatles went to India? Good on them. That's where they went. Anyway, okay. that's what the town's most famous for. Kicked out of the hotels because they got shut down because of coronavirus. Yeah. And they ran out of money pretty quickly, right? Mm. It's like, what do we do? So they just had to go into the wilderness and live off the land in India. So they've just been hanging out in a cave they've since They've been hanging then. out. So they moved into the cave, Nick, on the 24th of March. <laughs> wow. They're nearing a month. A long time ago. About three, three and a half weeks, they lived in a cave. And before that, they were still hanging out in the wilderness. And they had to hunt food. They had to forage for berries. They had to drink water from the Ganges, which traditionally, not a very clean river. Oh, dirty. Yeah. Very dirty. I think they float dead bodies and stuff in the Ganges. Ugh. And I think a lot of sewer systems drain into the Ganges. Bad. Not good drinking water. Um, so they've had to hunt for food. They've been like living like cave people for the last three weeks because of coronavirus. Wow. All right. So you think this is worth making a movie? Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, you got to spice it up a little bit. Predominantly obviously. set in a cave. It's going to be cheap. Yeah, true. Low production value. Yeah, well, that's good. Mm. Uh, I should yeah. say, by the way, they got they got rescued and they're found. Uh, they got tested for coronavirus. They're negative, and now they're hanging out in a free hotel. So they're all okay. It worked out well. Mm. Well, I think you would have to add some mayo onto it. You yeah. would have to pepper it up a bit. Spice up. You need a bad guy who yep. disposes coronavirus. No, I think what you do, you have the classic five of them, but that one of them turns evil. <laughs> one of them turns evil and goes, oh, maybe I'm going to eat you. For, to keep myself alive. I'm going to oh. cook you on the fire. How quickly do hey, they resort to cannibalism? Wh- where did Mandy go? I don't know, but hey, I found this food. Obviously, don't ask me questions. We'd put a Hemsworth in there for sex appeal. Obviously, you're going to put... It goes without saying you put a Hemsworth in there. Um, you Obviously, you need a love interest. I think... I think Maybe a love triangle. But, ooh, yeah, love triangle. Love square. I think maybe... The, oh, it's all there's five of them. A love pentagon. <laughs> it's going to be very complicated. Maybe this should be a miniseries. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Dads think they know best. My dad is no exemption to that rule. No. Uh, they think they know better than professionals when it comes to their own <laughs> profession. Yeah. Uh, my dad just loves to be like, you know what, actually, I think I'm right here. Uh, I recently had my car serviced at Robbo's mm-hmm. in Rockhampton. Great. And um, got a lot of laundry list of things got done, which is great news. They were going back through it. And mm. dad, did they, did you, were you getting your car fixed because it got keyed? No. I forgot about that actually. I'd really, I'd really let that slip. Yes, it was keyed, yeah, but recently keyed your car. Um, but no, the whole other things like had a brake light uh, that was out, so I had to get that replaced, and just a bunch of different things. And mm. uh, Dad called me because he wanted to check in how the car service went. Dad's love hearing how that sort of thing goes. <laughs> yeah. And um, he goes, oh, "What did they say about your tires?" Because Dad was concerned my tires needed replacing. I said that. I, I said that to Robbo's. I was like, "Hey, was, you know, how how are the tires looking to go?" Nothing to worry about. Like, you probably got, at the very least, another six months. So don't even stress. Great. I was like, cool. So next service, I'll get, they'll let me know. And yep. I was like, hmm, 
I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, your dad is, what, 2,000 kilometers away from your tyres? Yep. <laughs> Hasn't seen my tyres in quite a little while. Yeah. I also does not work in anything remotely similar to the uh, motor vehicle field. He works in a local council in Victoria. Yeah. He's far away and not a tyre person. Yeah, what, what was his reason for... What did he think was so wrong about the six-month yeah, timeline yeah, of your tyres? You know, I just I thought they looked a bit bare. What, what, when he was up uh, here last? Yeah, which was January. Okay, well, if you thought they were bare then. Yeah, maybe, but like, a if, while ago. if Robbo's, who are, by the way, just <laughs> yeah. very good. They're, I mean, they're professionals. Yeah, it's what they do. That. Also, they would want to sell you tyres. Yes, <laughs> they have every incentive to lie to me, but they, they didn't because they're honest. Yeah, they would 100% be like, oh, yeah. If, even if they were, I don't know, there's, there's, it's not impossible they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, maybe look at some getting some tyres now. Why not? Yeah. But they were very honest, very nice business over there. Yeah. <laughs> but your dad thinks, what, they're scamming you or something? I don't know. The lady behind the desk, yes, yeah, Sam, she goes, yeah, I wouldn't stress them. I said, I said, flattered to her. I said, our dad reckons that they should be. She goes, nah, six months, mate. Yeah, right. Don't waste your money. Not even, that's not even close to ball. That's yeah. a, it's, you got a, a big long timeline for that. So dad texts me the other night. He mm. goes, can you please send me a picture of your tyres? Oh, no. He wants proof. He wants, he wants to see the condition of the tyres. He also wants to see the exact model and specifications. Because he wants to so he start... Can, he wants to compare it to the brand new ones. He wants to start researching tyre prices for me. Is your dad in isolation? Is he in lockdown? Is he working from home? He is working from home. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing better to do. Is he? Has he started yet? Have you sent him the picture? No, because I don't care. I don't, sorry, Dad. Like, I appreciate you. Flat, like every He gives me my reminder. You know how a lot of people have stickers in their car to say, like, next service is due by now or this many Ks. Yeah. I don't look at that. I, just, I get a text message from Dad. <laughs> Dad's that onto it. But I'm like, no, Dad, I don't need to hear this from you. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's fair enough. The people at Robbo's probably got you covered. If Six I needed months. to, I mean, there's literally, I can't think of anything relating to the local council that I would need help with. No. If if that happens, I'll come for your advice, Dad. Actually, when it comes to like, you know, how the car's working. Mm, I reckon what you should do, if you did need local council advice, I reckon to rub it in his face. Go to Robbo's. Ask them. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.